Hi, this is Stephanie, the host of the Empower Your Life podcast. And um, on this episode, we're going to talk more about um, meniscal tears. And do you really need surgery, especially as when we get like, you know, older, as we get into like our 40s, 50s and 60s, and they say, yeah, there's a meniscal tear, there's some wear and tear in the knee. How can you take care of those without having to have surgery? Um, and what are some things that may mimic a meniscal tear that it's really not? Like we see stuff like this all the time in our office. People are told they need to have surgery and we're able to avoid it. And literally, and, you know, a couple of visits are like, wow, I have a significant improvement. I can't believe it. And I'm like, yeah, that's because that's not where your pain is coming from. So make sure you stay tuned to this event um, that uh, we put on. Um, it's also on YouTube as well. Um, on, you know, meniscal tears and information about this, plus other great resources. Um, if you look in the comment section, just a lot of other great resources from um, a free uh, knee pain ebook to, um, to blogs to a lot of, a lot of things that can just kind of help continue to provide education um, because knowledge is power. And that's really there to help you make a better decision about your health. So stay tuned to this episode and make sure you stay at the end to get our special offer. This is the Empower Your Life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. We get this question all the time. Can a knee meniscal tear heal on its own? And we're going to be talking more about why there's so many misconceptions in the healthcare system on what to do. Um, we do way too many knee surgeries for cleanups um, and meniscal tears that don't have to happen. Um, and this will hopefully help you get a better understanding of of how you can avoid having surgery and what are some of the possible causes that could be coming from um, uh, as reasons why you're having knee pain. So let's take a little bit a look into the knee. So we have these structures on the outside. These are our ligaments on the outside. Um, and then we have like our ACLs in the front and our PCLs in the back. So when people have um, a lot of times sporting accidents, ski accidents, they plant, they cut, they turn, they can have um, ACL um, tears and those do need surgeries. But we have this, this structure through here. This is called a meniscus. It's kind of like the cushion in our knee. And that's what we're going to focus on for this talk and um, just kind of give you some clarity as to um, why there's so many um, surgeries and how you can really avoid those surgeries. So um, if we look at the knee, and this picture doesn't really have it as well, but we also have um, structures, and I call them, they're the fat pads in the front of the knee. So you have these cushions. You know, when you straighten your knee, you'll see two little bulges on each side. Those are kind of the fat pads um, in the knee. And we're going to talk a little bit more about, um, about that, but because um, that creates some things that um, can really mimic a meniscal tear. And that is something that needs to be looked at definitely from the eyes of um, a physical therapist that specializes in the knee, um, specifically that understands this because uh, that's where doctors get confused. 
because you can have these fat pads that sometimes, you know, we might've twist and turn and they kind of get inside that joint and it locks up that range of motion. And so a lot of times what you see with a meniscal tear, when you think it's a meniscal tear is you sit for a while, the knee is bent. Um, and then you try to stand and that fat pads kind of in lodged in the knee a little bit. And all of a sudden you try to put weight on it and your knee wants to give away very similar to if you truly had a meniscal tear, um, that's some, some very similar things that, that can happen. Um, you have a hard time, you know, bending the knee or straightening the knee, which is also very common with the meniscal tear, but uh, that is also very common when we have those fat pads that are, that are the problem. And so you can see how it can be very confusing when you just get this quick evaluation. It, it looks like a meniscal tear. It seems like it's a meniscal tear, but it may not be a meniscal tear. And that's where you really need to get a thorough evaluation from someone that's going to be able to spend time with you to make sure that that's um, what's going on. The other problem is imaging. So we have MRIs um, and MRIs are not reliable. Um, and the reason why I say that is because you go and you spend time with a doctor and they spend like maybe, you know, 10 minutes to you doing a quick um, talk. Sometimes I don't even move you, <laughs> um, but it's like 10 minutes. And then they're like, let's get an MRI. Let's see what's going on. So when you look at the research on imaging, um, if you take 100 people that have no pain whatsoever, you know, you're looking upwards of 60, 80% of the people showing a meniscal tear, but they're fully functional, pain-free, no problems. So, and as we get older, what happens is, is that number increases. And so that's why there's that range that, you know, when you're younger, you may not have as much. Um, when you get older, you're going to start noticing a lot more meniscal tears. And so what they shows is, is the kind of the wear and tear. And how I describe this is it's kind of like if you have wrinkles on your face, it's just kind of what happens as we get older and as we age. And we need to, um, it's very similar when with our joints, you know, the wrinkles on our face, on, on our joints could be, you know, degenerative changes could be wear and tear. They could just be things that are there, but aren't causing you any problems. So you can see if you come into the doctor and you have knee pain and they only go and image you and they say, oh, you have a meniscal tear, you have some arthritis, we need to go in and clean it up. Um, and those surgeries, when you look at surgeries like that, are not great. So if they're coming in to kind of clean up your knee, they literally did research um, with a group of people that had knee pain. And they did a meniscal um, surgery, just a cleanup on one knee and um, um, well, with a group of people. And then the other group of people, all they did was basically pull holes and did nothing. The group that they pulled holes and did nothing actually did way better than the people that um, didn't. So they thought that they got surgery um, and they automatically started feeling better. And so you, again, you just can't rely on imaging as being the main source. Um, and really, you have to really let that fat pad that I was talking about in the front of the knees, you really have to be, get to someone that understands that because you can, it can mimic um, a meniscal tear. And so, you know, especially as we get older, like if you're younger and you're playing sports, um, a lot of times that can that truly can happen. It happened to me. I played soccer. I knew when it happened. I was going after a tackle. My body, like my foot rotated. I had massive issues, positive tests, definitely had a bucket handle tear, had to take that off. But as we get older, what happens is, is that it's more of a wear and tear. Oh yeah, we need to clean that up. That's gonna save you from having surgery. Okay, that did it. So now we've gotta go and start doing these injections. Okay, now we've got it. Now you need a total knee replacement. And 
a lot of times this can be solved early on. And so we're going to talk about some different things that, um, that we look at when um, trying to figure out what's going on with the knee. So what are some of the common sources? Um, so the first one is the fat pad. That's what I talked about. It's in the front of the knee. It can give you that same, same, it can mimic a meniscal tear. Um, and so literally we've just got to figure out whether we need to go into some flexion modes or some extension modes, but going through an evaluation process, we understand which direction we need to go by some questions that we need to ask you. And literally, honestly, in three visits, people are back to normal if that's what's going on. Um, and so that's like, I always tell people come in, let's just make sure because you're either going to get better fast or that it really truly is a meniscal tear. If there's, um, if you're noticing things like my knee gives out, I can't plan, I can't cut, um, those kind of things. Other things you have to look at is, is your back pain. You know, you may not have any back pain and it still could be creating some knee pain. And we have people that can't even, you know, straighten their knee or bend the knee fully and it's still coming from their back. I know it's crazy, but you have to rule these things out. And there's questions that we ask to kind of determine, you know, are you noticing back stiffness, those kind of things. Um, you may not even have back pain that could be creating some of your knee pain. So again, getting to someone that specializes in the whole body, not just looking at one body part. That's the other problem that happens in our healthcare system. Knee pain, I only look at the knee. You don't look at the whole body. It's all connected. Um, and back pain is one that you have to look at. Hip pain is another one. Um, you can have hip pain that's creating tightness that will create pain on the outside of the knee. You can have pain on the inside of the knee. Um, this all can create issues. And so you have to um, look at that and rule that out. And sometimes it can be a combination of a few things. Um, you can also have weakness, tightness around the knees and hips. And so these are all other things that need to be looked at when looking at common sources. So even when people come in and it's like they have more of an arthritic knee, well, is their pain really coming from that? Or is it just tightness? and weakness that we need to address. Are you, are the correct muscles working, um, you know, in the correct way to support you or is there some sort of compensation that happens? So these are all things that we need to look at when um, looking at uh, knee pain and helping you avoid those surgeries and injections and those kind of things. So if you'd like to look, look at um, other resources we have, um, you know, we continue looking at our YouTube channel. We have Empower Physical Therapy. You can search a lot of different things and resources there. We have a podcast called Empower Your Life. Go to our website, um, www.empower-pt.com for lots of blogs, free eBooks. We have eBooks on knee pain. We have a lot of blogs on knee pain, different events that we're having each month on educational stuff. So definitely um, look at some of those resources to continue to, um, to educate yourself. And obviously, if you have any questions for us or anything, um, just reach out, call us, shoot us an email, and we can um, definitely help provide some more education. Or you can come in and talk to one of our specialists for free to um, learn more on how we might be able to help you. Hello, my name is Victoria. I'm the client care specialist. I hope you enjoyed the information in this podcast. If you're looking for more information to figure out how to fix your knee pain, click on the link below for our knee pain ebook. And if you would like to talk to one of our specialists, click on the link below for a free discovery visit. If you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, 